Hey, it's Graham. It's Thursday, and that means we're offering you another positive piece of a past interview. Each week, our team digs through the archives to find our strongest feel-good stories to present to you in podcast form. This week, Annika Sornstam. What was the moment for you where you realized you were ready to move on? Yeah, I think it was between 07 and 08. Uh, the winter time when you know I would always take some some weeks off and I was I would always you know recharge my batteries I would start thinking about the year you know goals would naturally pop up uh, and that year it just the goals didn't naturally pop up and that's when I realized that it's I felt like I have achieved everything I wanted and you know the commitment that you have the discipline that it takes wasn't as strong anymore because it wasn't I wasn't hungry to necessarily win another tournament uh, Mike and I we were gonna get married and we have talked about family I mean I was you know I was at that time you know 30 36 37 and you know the body clock is starting you know to you know to tick and you you know you gotta think about the future looking back I was lucky to be able to have this conversation with myself because a lot of athletes unfortunately you know, they get injured or they have to stop for maybe reasons they don't want to. So I feel that that's something I have a peace of mind of, knowing that, you know, I did it on my terms as far as, you know, I just didn't want to do it anymore. So, and then, you know, the the passion for, for business started to grow, the passion for my clothing line, for designing courses, for, you know, for the foundation. And I just saw these opportunities and it was more exciting. And a lot of people was like, well, why don't you just play a little? Why don't you? Do? I said, there's no such thing as a little. I do either zero or I do it 150%. I'm still competitive, you know, I'm still, you know, hardworking, I'm still dedicated. Those feelings don't go away. It's just, you know, you kind of channel them into different things. And, you know, in my case, it's a new adventure, a new chapter in my life, and it's okay to put your energy and, you know, skills somewhere else. I know with your new position, it creates some scheduling challenges in yeah. terms of playing <laughs> in the Women's Senior Open this summer. How do you mm -hmm. think that all unfolds? Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. So, you know, being the president of the International Golf Federation, you know, uh, the biggest uh, responsibility they have is, you know, is the Olympics. And uh, and that happens to be literally exactly the same week as, you know, some of the scheduling. So my friends at IGF and the people that I work with, they're giving me the thumbs up. They they love having a, they call it an active active playing president. They like, you know, me for to be out there. And so we'll just see what happens in the logistics and so forth. You know, if we don't support these events, they will go away. So I feel a little bit, you know, responsible to support these events too. So yeah, it's been a little um, scheduled challenge, I would say, but trying to just do what the right thing is. And what do your new duties entail with the position? Well, I mean, it's, I, right now I'm just in orientation mode. I'm trying to learn a lot about golf and and its positions and and the purpose and how we can you know continue to grow the game of golf it's like a big spider web and i'm sure you can imagine it's been you know very political and it's very international and it's very uh, it's a complicated thing but it's i find it very fascinating i've always been interested in the olympics and as a young girl i i i thought it would be cool to represent your country at the time i played tennis um and uh, you know, at that time they didn't have golf. So, uh, and then when they did golf, then I was too old. So, but now I can somehow be part of it a little bit more and uh, and be able to make sure that golf is represented in the right way. That's it for now. But if you're hungry for more in-depth with Graham Bensinger interviews, head over to YouTube.com/slash Graham Bensinger. 
You can dive into our deep library, which includes more than 2,000 clips spanning 12 plus years. Thanks again for listening.